This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You know, I'm not getting my point across. Obviously, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting my point across. Obviously, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting my point across. Welcome back to another Real Bucks Talk podcast. This is Michael Plus, joined by Mark Ramirez. And, yep, it is officially Groundhog's Day with this team because it's the same shit every freaking week <laughs> as they don't show up in the first half, get their asses kicked, and it's 35-7 to 7 by the second quarter, four minutes left in, in the half. So, And then, you, of course, our magical offense, they, they come to life when the game is out of hand and put up points. They score 21 straight to make it a game, 35-28. Uh, to 28. But anyway, the Bucks lose forty-two to twenty-eight because they just they they don't know what they're doing. They don't have it figured out. Obviously, their coach doesn't have it figured out. Uh, but Mark, I mean, it's it seems like we're on repeat because we talk about the same stuff every week. No, yeah, hundred percent agree. I mean, every week we've said we don't believe it because of coaching. We've always said we have the personnel. We have a lot of good players. They're just not being used correctly, and that's pretty much what you saw. Yeah, the defense. Forgot how to tackle on some plays. But then again, we talked about it. We put it up on Twitter of the plays that they're running. They're, they're running these misdirection plays, just end arounds, guys coming around. Like mm-hmm. it, We saw it, so they should have seen it. I say this every week, like you, you're saying. It's, it's on repeat. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, they knew what was coming. They didn't throw anything fancy. It was creative, yes. But it wasn't unplanned. These are things that they've been running already. That they did the week before. So you can't come out there thinking, oh, no, they, they did something special. No, and that's all on coaching yet again. You weren't prepared for what the hell they're going to do. That's how you get your ass kicked in the first half because you don't know what they're going to do. And then the second half, oh, okay, well, let's let's push it down the offense. Yeah, because you're down so much and they don't give a shit about defending because they have such an easy lead. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about, oh, but we have them on one offense. Yeah, because we're so down and everyone's going to defend it. I'm going to say it against it. We, we suck in the first half because it's, we're a poorly coached team. Not just because of poor tackling. It was poor. But still, it, if, you, if you know what the hell's going to happen, you're prepared for the game, you won't fuck up. Mm-hmm. And it's not all on rookie defenders. Carlton Davis, I thought, had a good game besides some missed McCaffrey where he hurled his, hurdles his ass. That's just a crazy play. Yeah. And then he missed one touchdown. But he was there. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a good player. But it, it's not his fault entirely. No. And the lack of turnovers is, I'm going to put on coaching again. They say, oh, we get him in, in practice. Oh, yeah, you get him in practice. 
Shut up. If it's not being done in the game, nothing's happening. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, this defense is designed to stop our offense. So, no wonder they get yeah. no wonder they get turnovers in, in practice. But, yeah, I mean, it's just it's one thing after the other. And, and let's – I want to put this out there, and maybe we'll start with this. This is – this team is not a – quarterback issue they have way more issues than just the quarterback it's not a Jameis versus Fitzpatrick obviously you know last week we talked about Jameis and and Jameis is what he is but then again it just shows you how bad this coaching staff is because they're not putting their players in the best spot to succeed are they doing that for Jameis I don't know you know that's a good question because you look at 2015 when Jameis was a rookie they were running a completely different offense, and he was having success with it. And then for whatever reason, they've gone away from that and done this five- to seven-step drops and long-developing routes, and it's just like, what are you doing? Where, what happened to the use of play action? What happened to the use of quick routes? What happened to that? And you see it. Let's go back. Or let me, let me go back uh, to this year, and, and let's go back to the first two games where offense actually was good throughout the whole game. But that's because you had a great performance by Fitzpatrick where he was highly efficient. He was on the money. They were calling the right plays. They were running the football, uh, used to play action. That's the only time our offense has been really good. And the common denominator is they won the turnover battle. They actually got turnovers against the Saints. They got turnovers against the Eagles. Every game after that, they've lost the turnover battle. And it's... It's just been inconsistent, up and down. Yeah, let's be honest. Fitzpatrick, no one knew what to expect from him. Right. So the Saints, they haven't lost a game since. Right. <laughs> but let's be honest. They, they went into that game thinking, oh, we got this. We beat, They barely beat us the, the last game of the season. We should have been in the Super Bowl. We're a way superior team. All rightfully good thoughts. I mean, that's they were a better team, mm-hmm. and they probably should have beat us. But Fitzpatrick had one hell of a game, right? Damn near perfect game, and no one would have expected that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we knew we had really good offensive weapons, but no one knew that we're going to be perfect, score on every drive, damn near. Yeah. So I mean, no one would have expected that, and they still almost beat us in the end. Right. So based on perfection, we won a game. Mm-hmm. Now that we have turnovers all the time, we're losing all the damn time. Yeah. Because this team isn't built to, to win if you, unless you, you're perfect, yeah. pretty much. Unless you're just throwing deep balls perfectly, perfectly timed, perfect placement. Because guys like Deshaun Jackson don't want to knock the ball away, even though it's a 50-50 shot. No. And that's a jab, yes. And it's just the first couple of weeks, yeah, no one knew what to expect. Yeah. No one knew if they were going to keep pushing the deep ball. But we're the same old bucks. We're still going to keep pushing the deep ball. And it shows. And like... Cutter said in the first play of the game, her first interception, that, yeah, Fitzpatrick overthrew it. That was his bad decision. That's like a Winston throw. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Deshaun Jackson's wide the hell open. He even said he's wide-ass open, yeah. middle of the field. Mm-hmm. But they were trying to push to Evans so early. Push, push. I, I hate saying it, but it, it, it's <laughs> what the hell they do. They just push their envelope yeah. instead of attacking weaknesses. They, they thought Bradbury was a weakness. Mm-hmm. You would think you would see him really – being close, pressing him at the line. Okay, well, maybe he's not going to get this this ball. Let's move it. But no, I mean, I was hoping Fitzpatrick would do his little thing like he said in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. The magic is what? It's not when 
I'm listening to the coaches or something like that. It's when, right. when not when I'm listening to what I'm being told to do. It's when I'm doing what I want to do or mm-hmm. something like that. I was hoping I'd see more of that, but yep, it's same old offense. Yeah, same old push, push, push. Yeah, and, and it, it still could be quarterback. You know, he's got to see those reads and, and make the play. But again, it's like I don't know the. And we talk about the number one offense and all this and yards and stuff. But you look at these games and really break them down. And like I was saying earlier, uh, you know, outside of the first two games where the offense was really good and they actually won us the game, they got us leads and they were on fire. Um, but then you go into you go into the following weeks, the offense just didn't show up. And, it, and granted, we we are having a historically bad defense this year. And they, they are giving up historic numbers. I mean, we're probably going to give up the most points allowed this season, which is going to break a record, which is a shame. But it is what it is. And if you know that, you know your defense is not stopping anybody in the red zone. You're giving up 90% conversion rate, which is absurd. Your offense should be better and understand we got to start fast. We have to score points. We can't get shut out in the first quarter uh, because we make stupid plays and turn over the ball or, you know, go three and outs and stuff like that. You have to be able to score points. Granted, you scored 14 in the second quarter, but before that you had, you know, three and outs, turnovers and this, and then all of a sudden you're down 35-7 before you look up. I mean, that's hard to come back from. And but at the same time, <laughs> your offense, I mean, you got to be better on both sides of the ball. That's that's just what it is. But Yeah, I mean, but all that comes to coaching. Yeah, it's coaching. You, you, coaching is number one denominator. Like, you can have Tom Brady back there. Yeah. But never mind, Tom Brady's like his own offense. <laughs> it's, I honestly think, yeah, if you did have Tom Brady on there and you had Cutter telling him, no, no, don't look at that. Just throw the ball deep. Just throw yeah. the ball deep every damn time. Right. Well, like, let's, take, okay, sure. let's take another example, like Jared Goff. Let's say we had Jared Goff back there. Like, oh, it wouldn't work at all. Yeah, because... He doesn't throw the ball deep all the damn time. They throw little short passes here right. and there, yeah. get the run game going, and then they find the deep ball. Yeah. But that's just the most obvious, simple thing to do. Mm-hmm. You, you would think it's playing scheme and playing beat Matt, set something up later, but we don't do that. No. And that's another reason why we get so pissed off. And people don't... Some people may not agree with it, but this is what we see, and this is what is the product on the field. And it's stupid. Like, how do you not score with this big offensive system and mm-hmm. weapons all around, but you're the number one offense ranked, and you don't score in the first quarter, yeah. and you put yourself in a hole. You're, you're, you're already a bad team. You're on your side of the 50, and you do a fake punt yeah. on, what, third and nine? It wasn't, make, it wasn't really close. Right. That's a dumb decision. He called himself out saying it was a dumb decision. He was like, oh, if we would have got it, it would have been genius. Says, yeah, but you didn't, and it was either way a dumb decision. Wrong side of the field to do it, too. You're putting your own team to fail. Yeah, That was like a Winston interception right there. And the Fitzpatrick, yeah, he's thrown up. That first interception was all on him. That, that was a shitty pass. Yeah, and, and that just shows, like, the desperation of this team. It shows, like, this coaching staff doesn't have it figured out. Like, they just don't know what to do. And that's a problem. Like, when you have, like, our opening in this podcast, like, he just, he doesn't, his message is not getting across. Like, he doesn't know that. And that's not good. That shows, like, you don't have control of your locker room. And this this team is showing divide. Like, there's a divide in the in the in the team and then also it looks like there's a divide from GM to head coach 
just the, the overall message doesn't doesn't seem to be clear, and that's a big problem. When you no one's on the same page, and then you talk about your offensive line, and they've been playing like crap lately, and now you're you're saying there's communication problems with the offensive line. I mean, how many times are you going to say there's communication problems uh, across the week? Like, you got to be better. Like, what is going on? And now you know we're going to get to McCoy later, but. You know, he's he's coming out today saying, oh, we're going to get the defense together for dinner and, and try to make things better. Why are you doing that now? Why are things not progressing, you know, four weeks ago? Why are you still doing the same damn mistakes every week? And you're just going to keep doing them because either, like we said, coaching is just that piss poor that you can't make adjustments to figure out what teams are doing in the beginning of games. I mean... It, it's just a mess. I mean, I, don't, I really don't know where to start. I mean, we don't have no commitment to run game. And Dirk Cutter coming from Jacksonville where he had Maurice Jones-Drew, Michael Turner, and Atlanta. And now you, you don't know how to run the football. You ran the football the first year you got here with Doug Martin, and you got over 2,000 yards. But now all of a sudden you can't block to save your life or set up holes for running backs to run through. I it just it makes no sense. Like it's just this team is backwards right now. Well, he says it himself. He says that they're built to throw the ball deep. That they're an explosive offense. Mm-hmm. They want the big. What do they call it? Is it explosion plays? Yeah, explosives. Explosives. Expl- they, that's what they're looking for. Twenty plus yards. He says it himself is what he's building the team around. Yeah. He's not building around a strong run game. He's not building around mismatches or executing a certain. Re- no, it's built around. Oh, let me just push this ball deep and we'll get it there. Well, that's, it, it, that's stupid. Like, it, it is stupid though. That that's what we're, I'm trying to get across. Yeah. Every, all the other teams that are successful either have a running game or pushing the running game or throwing short routes because they don't have a running game and they're trying to force people in so that they can get the deep ball. Yeah. We're doing this whole ass up in the air opposite. <laughs> oh no, let's just throw the ball deep and maybe our running game's going to get there. That's just, that's, it's dumb. Yeah. It it's logical in maybe some sense, but it's dumb. Well, you look at your quarterbacks. Like it look, takes longer to develop. Why would you do that? Yeah. Look at look at who your quarterbacks are. You you would think they'd be better if they had a running game. Like you look at Jameis Winston's rookie year. He had a running game. He was better. And now you're you're going the complete opposite direction. You look at Fitzpatrick. He would want a running game. Because what do they do well? Play action pass. What do they do well? They have time. When they can move outside of the pocket, they can make things happen. Like, where did that go? It's like it disappeared, and now all we think about is throwing the the deep ball to Deshaun because that's the only route he can run now. It it just it makes no sense. That or or they they stay on one guy too long, like the Evans yeah, targets. six straight over targets over. to him. And, and he says, oh, maybe we should have gotten away from Evans faster. Maybe? You you, you didn't think after the interception, maybe? But you still, still keep pushing it? Yeah. And I said it even on Twitter during the game. Like, what? what is this? Is this Winston? So obviously it's not Winston. No. It's him being told, okay, no, keep hitting this because I want you to. This is your first outlet. Push it. Push it there. So it's... That to me is a clear definition. It's not Winston, really. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. Winston's overthrows are clearly on him. Yeah. But a lot of these, oh, what is the play call? That proved it to me right there. It's obviously Cutter saying, oh no, I want this route being thrown, 
and you got to do it. Yeah, I mean, after after yesterday's, yesterday's game, I mean, I'm more open to you know seeing what Jameis can do with a, another coaching staff. Um, you know, I'm intrigued because. I know he has talent, and I know if he's put in a right system like a West Coast offense where it's quick passing and, and maybe some timing throws, and he has an actual running game, he could be successful. So My thing with that, though, I mean, there's a quick point on Winston. Winston isn't accurate, and he doesn't have a fast delivery. It's, it's, yeah. It's herky-jerky, and he's goofy. But I've seen him be accurate. Like, he's been accurate but before. But not consistently. That's my biggest thing. I was always defending him, and you know I always defended yeah. him. But consistently, he's he's never been consistently accurate. Yeah. He'll have those throws where, like, how the hell did you get that in there? Mm-hmm. That There was no window at all, but you somehow got it in there. And then the next one's 20 yards, nowhere near the guy. Right. Yeah. I'm sarcastic, but still, nowhere near a guy. Yeah. So it's like, what? what, what? And he's I amazing would... on the run, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I don't know how you're more accurate on the run. Than you are in the pocket. Yeah, but I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe if you, I would just be you open. Get, you get a. I would just be short. open to a, a real coaching staff. And, and, <laughs> real, a real, you know, a real staff that you know understands what they have to do and a modern offense. And I would just like to see Jameis. Not saying he's the automatic starter next year. Just I know again he has a hefty price tag, twenty million. But still, if we can afford it, I would bring him back, maybe draft a quarterback as well, bring in competition, maybe bring back Fitzpatrick, you know, too, and, and see what happens. You know, make make him earn the job. And, and if he does, then, you know, see what you have. And if he doesn't work out, then you just you let him go or try to trade him or whatever. But I, I would be open to it, especially to see him in a in a real offense that is designed for today's game. I I, I want to say yes. Yeah. I, I'd know just know be open to them. it. Yeah, yeah, I'd be open to it. And I'm not saying – and we've said, you know, Winston has his issues, and that starts with mechanics and everything. It's not uh, it's not the scheme or, or, or per se. It's just him himself as far as throwing the football and being accurate. And, and that's turnover prone. Yeah, well. turnover prone. So decision-making and, and accuracy issues is a big thing with him. And, and unfortunately, that's, that's not a good sign if you're going to be a quarterback in this league. You have to be accurate, and you have to make good decisions. But with this offense that always tries to go deep, you know, maybe he's designed the wrong way. And Cutter's offense does lead to more turnovers. I mean, that's just a proven fact. I think the point I made when we were talking about this earlier in the week was the only other guy I've seen that's turned their recently turned it around was Alex Smith. Right. But he's built around not a cannon arm and good accuracy. He was accurate before, yeah. So it's like, but Winston doesn't have that. Yeah. Could does he have damn near everything you need, like arm talent wise? Yes, yeah. I've always said that. Mm-hmm. Does he make the best decisions? No. Yeah. Does he turn the ball a lot? Yeah. So. I, I don't know. I, I want to say I want to see him get better because I've always rooted for him, mm-hmm. but I can't do it no more until he proves proves other otherwise. No, and I agree with that. I just think like him going forward would be the best. Like us keeping him would be the best thing for this team and seeing him do well. Because yeah, I would give that one last year. Because you just don't you don't want to start over because that just I mean that just can lead to more issues and it can cause more problems. But. But with a new – like, we both think there's going to be a new coach. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that. We're There's definitely going to be a new staff. Like, this staff <laughs> this staff is pretty much done. Like, and but, I, but I think – with a new co- coach comes, I don't know if I want this quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's that's the decision-making that's going to happen. So it's going to be up in the air. 
But anyway, let's let's yeah, get back on track. The Panthers, yeah, yeah, <laughs> get back on track. But yeah, I mean, offensively wasn't good enough. Defensively wasn't good enough. No tackling whatsoever per se. But it's just like the overall scheme. They just didn't know what to do. Like defense looked lost. There wasn't chemistry. Uh, guys not wanting to make plays. Um, Gerald McCoy is very average, and I'm going to continue to say <laughs> that. Uh, he was on the ground more than he was, you know, on his feet and actually getting into the backfield. Um, yeah, it just it just wasn't good. Uh, well, on McCoy, let, let me just play. This is McCoy's interview today yeah. about how he felt and what the coaches were telling him and where he sees he needs to fix. Listen to what he's saying. And, like, he's pretty much calling himself out, and you know the coaches called him out. This has got to be more discipline, all of us, myself included, especially me. Uh, we just got to tackle better. Yesterday was just a game of not tackling. Yeah, well, I think guys are pursuing, but we can do more. We can do more with uh, the lanes we're in, um, more discipline with guys. We're supposed to force it back in. Um, guys are supposed to make it bounce. You know, just our discipline level has to be better. And, you know, we hear it from all ends, you know. How many times did you hear discipline? Yeah. And referring to lanes that pushing people a certain way, that's all on the de- defensive line. And that's usually because Gerald McCoy is trying to jump a gap. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, three techniques, pulls to do that. But then again, you got to do it within the system. You can't let your other teammate out to dry because you're trying to get a sack. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he's not, he doesn't have that quick burst he's used to have in the past. I have not seen that. No. All year, I he feel like. On the, he was on the ground a he, lot. He yesterday. may have had a half a sack, but he did not look good in that game at all. No. Like, you were right. You sent me clips today about him on the ground. Yeah. And he wasn't, and half the time he was running behind the play. It wasn't really him being the play. No. So he, he himself knows he's not playing up to par. And yeah, okay, you're calf. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. You're on the field, go 100%. Yeah. And. JBP has half a finger. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but it's just the thing. Like you've been saying it, we've been saying it. It's he's not playing like a top tier no, defensive tackle. He's not worth. Is ta- he, no, he's, he's not, not worth it. He's not worth twelve million dollars, and his ass is going to probably be cut after this year. I mean, at least I doubt that. But <laughs> I, I think he'll be cut. I mean, if we get a new general manager in here, a new coaching staff, and they watch the tape. And that's another thing. Like he brought up the the captains, uh, you know, during his press conference, he was like, he's like, I don't I don't care if I'm a captain or not. He's like Levante David and, and Quan are are worthy of of captain. And you know, I found it funny. I was like, you know, I thought about this, and I was like, maybe your teammates actually watch the game tape and realize <laughs> that you haven't been doing shit the last last couple of years. And they're like, we're not going to vote you as captain. I mean, that's just my opinion because let's be honest, guys. Let's be honest. And I know there's a lot of McCoy defenders out there, and and I was one of them. But we brought him in help, and he's still not doing a damn thing. Like, I mean, his time is up. I mean, he's 30 years old, and he's just – he doesn't – he gets maybe 20 to 30 tackles a season – He's just not an imp- so little. He's yeah. just not an impact player. I mean, he's a ghost. He, he doesn't show up when the time is needed. Like, where was he when we were getting our ass kicked and, and allowing Carolina to just go up and down the field? Like, he's just nowhere to be found. So, that's just. I mean, I've I've ranted a, a lot today already on on McCoy and, and our offense, but he has twelve tackles, two sacks. Yeah, on the season. 
Yeah. Missed two games. Yeah. I mean, and he he rarely shows up on the on the game sheet. You know, weekly. Like he'll have zero tackles. Um, you know, for games and he has four individual tackles. Yeah. I Eight mean, assists. Yeah, that's just not good. It's not good. That's very bad. Yeah. Okay, I'm just like, saying it's not good. It's very bad. And he's not even getting doubled anymore. Guys are single blocking him. I mean, Trey Turner had his way with him yesterday. Uh, 73 for the Panthers was dominant. Like, he was just, you know, putting him on his ass every play. So, yeah, it's just not good. And I would move on from him. I was – and now you look at it – now you look at it this. You know, you look at Deshaun Jackson, McCoy, these guys, like – saying you're in win-now mode, I think Light wanted to make some trades. Like, I think he wanted to to move some guys. But Cutter is saying, he convinced him, he's like, I think I can still win games and, and save us our jobs. And I don't know. I just... I highly doubt that. I just, think Light knows himself that this this is a shit show. The, yeah. the ship's going the wrong way. Yeah. No one's listening. And the things that they are listening to, they don't want to hear because it's like, are you shitting me? It's the same shit over and over. Yeah. There's nothing. There's no different concept. It's It's been the same for three years. They figured it out the first year. The second year, it was bad. Third year is getting worse. I mean, yeah, we're number one offense. But I don't give a crap. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're not winning games. No. It, yeah, so we're going to beat the Rams. Greatest show on turf. You think they're going to ever give us a nickname? No. <laughs> no. The Fitz Magic Show? Get the hell out. No, we get all our yards by hitting yards. And hitting yards is basically when the game's out of reach. Like, that's that's all we do. We rack up yards when we're behind. Um, and it's, it, it's just not, it's not, a, it's not a fact. Like, we're not a number one offense. The number one offense is the Saints. Like, that's the number one offense. You know what they did? They gave up 35 points yesterday. But you know what? They scored 45 to make sure they damn, they won the game. Like, that's that's a winning team. Like, you know your defense is going to be struggling today. Your offense picks the defense up. It's complimentary football. And guess what? They have two guys. That's it. They have Kamara and they have Michael Thomas. But they have a coach that knows how to find space for them. And we don't have a coach that knows how to find space for all of our weapons. So, again, you've said it. I've said it. It's all about coaching, knowing where to hit mismatches, knowing how to find those guys that you call your weapons – and using them correctly. It's not just sending everyone deep and then finding one guy. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally going to every play, every down, and knowing you have a plan of who you're going to hit. And we don't have that. To me, to me, I, I despise the coaching. Yes, we, we can find yards. We can score touchdowns. I've, I've been saying it all year. But at the end, of the end of the day, to me, our coaching just is far less than everyone else. Yeah, I mean, it's just consistent being out coached. Like... You look at the last, what was it last? Yeah, all these games, like Bears, Bengals, and um, yesterday against the Panthers, like you're getting outscored, you know, 24, you know, whatever, how many points it is. And, and teams you should beat yeah. easy, like the Browns, you, you could barely win. Yeah. It's just not happening. And I'm, I, I said it all last year. We didn't have this podcast last year, but we were adamant that we didn't like it, but we stuck with it. And guess what? It's the same product on the field. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were, I mean, we're in the same boat. I mean, we're literally in the same boat as we were last year. Like, we wanted, you know, new, we wanted something different. We wanted change. And it it just, it's not occurring. Like, the staff just is not going to get it done. They're not the answer, unfortunately. Um, Yeah, you could say, I've, you know, I heard people on Twitter today saying, oh, let's keep Cutter and just hire the best defense. No, no. It's like, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. 
I mean, it's just it is what it is right now. This is a bad football team, and they're going to continue to be bad because they just don't have the answers. Like you have players going out there, they're thinking way too much, um, and then just there's no rhythm, there's no consistency whatsoever, and I don't see it changing. That's that's the big word, consistency. Yeah. Like even Fitzpatrick said it, we're an inconsistent offense, we're an inf- inconsistent team. Yeah. And that, that's the best word I've ever heard to describe this team. Yeah. We can put up numbers. We can find yards, like we were saying, every game. Guarantee it. I've said it every week. This offense can score against anyone. Mm-hmm. And they can if they're used correctly. Right. But they never are. Mm-hmm. There, there's never a game plan that's perfect besides week one. And that was because the Saints probably just were like, oh, we're going to beat the shit out of these guys. Right. So, no, I, I going forward – Am I confident in any game? No. Mm-mm. Dead no. Do I think we can beat a Redskins team that is uh, very shorthanded as well? No. I'm going to say yes because I'm a Bucks fan. But at the end of the day, I have no faith that we're – I have no confidence that we're going to win. No. None. I think Alex Smith could have a perfect day as far as yeah. completion percentage. He could break a record. Yeah, yeah. He could have, what, 30-something for 30-something? Plus, plus we're going up against AP, and he always does well against us. Oh, God, 200 yards rushing, 300 (laughs) yards passing. Yeah, yeah. 45 points. I I don't want to be mean. It's just – and I hate Jerry McCoy. I'm not a negative person, so I'm going to look at the pot. No, you're being real. you got to self-criticize and understand. He was like, oh, Tony Dungy said you you talk a little when you're winning. You talk less when you're losing. Yeah, well, you better be talking a lot to your teammates – yeah, that maybe to the media, but you better be talking a shit ton to your teammates. Not only his and teammates, and then talking to him. He needs to talk to himself. Like he needs to look himself in the mirror because he's he just sucks right now. And that's pretty much everybody on the team right now needs to look themselves in the mirror and understand what is my job and try to do that better first before you worry about what others are doing or not doing. Um, but <laughs> it's just a mess. I mean, that's all I can put it as. Uh, there's going to be a new staff. There's hopefully, I mean, there's probably going to be a new general manager. Unfortunately, uh, I think you know, light missing on certain on certain pieces and not really building a team uh, per se. He's he's acquired a lot of talent, but it's it takes more. You got to build a team, and I'm not sure he's done that. Well, coaching helps with that, but yeah. Two points I wanted to make. Um, I don't know if I remember saying this a couple of weeks ago, but I felt like if we lost the Bengals game. There would be a snowball effect of losses. It's happening. This is, I think it is. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> and they're saying, oh, the Panthers are really good, blah, blah, blah. I, I honestly think that Bengals game was a decide-all. I, I honestly think we're going to lose the Redskins game. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. But it's at home, and you, you'll truly see if they've given up. Mm-hmm. If you've lost these three in a row again. Yeah. I mean. Then you have the, the Giants and 49ers, and I <laughs> Who knows on those? Yeah, games. To, to me they should be wins, but you don't you don't know. And McCoy's like, oh, we need to go on a run right here. <laughs> I I don't believe you for one second. Yeah. I, I hope I could, but I'm not. Yeah. And that and then one other point was the Derwin James fans yet again. Yes, he's an FSU grad. He would have sucked here, but he would have <laughs> sucked ace yeah. because we have no pass rush. We have JPP. It's they, about it. They don't know how to use them. So if you have no pass rush, a safety is set out to dry. Set out dry like. He would have no influence at all in this defense. I don't give a crap whatever highlights he has. He has edge rushers in, in, on the Chargers mm-hmm. and good corners. Right. Yeah. We don't have that right now. No. So he, him right now would be lost 
and with poor coaches too. Yeah. So just there, just leave it alone. <laughs> Stop comparing Vita Vea to him. Say, oh, he messed up on a pick. Yeah, he messed up on the kicker. I'll agree with you on that one. But I, I feel like he's made some good good picks. It just hasn't fit into the, the coaching style of Cutter. And whoever does coach us, they're going to find that O.J. Howard is a godsend yeah. and a beast. <laughs> and pass him the ball a lot. Yeah, he's going to get more catches than pretty much everyone on the team. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I agree. And, you know, my, my final thing is, like, you know, the Bucks could go on a run and win three in a row because the next three games are winnable. But I think that would be, like, the worst thing for this team. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I hate to be that negative, but it's, it would just be false hope. Like, you just bring on more false hope. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, I hope they win because I, I like winning more than I like losing. So, but. Everyone does. Yeah. We should be winning. Yeah. But it's. You got to call it how it is, and I'm tired of making excuses for the team. Mm-hmm. This is an upset Bucks fan that, to me, I deserve more. Y'all deserve more, and the product in the field is shit, and it's been shit for too many years. Mm-hmm. And there's supposed to be a turning of the of the momentum and turning of a different culture. No, we still have not seen it. We're still losers. JPP showed it. Yeah. JPP was on the sideline getting mad at the team, saying, "Come on, we got to put some effort, do something." Yeah. We're better in this, and they just crash and burned yet again. So, I mean, realize what team you have and push forward. I'm hoping for the best, but realizing the worst. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's going to do it for us. Um, I'm going to end it on this. Like, this team hasn't put together a four-quarter game yet, and until they do, me and Mark, we're just going to keep saying the same thing over and over every week. So... I think that's going to do it. Just follow us on iTunes, Real Bucks Talk, Podbean. Follow us on Twitter. And we're going to leave it with this. Everyone's fired. Fire! Right. Donald Trump! Yeah!